Hello everyone and welcome to Quiz at Play Season 3, Episode 1. We're fucking back! Finally! Um, Woo! Oh, it's, it's been too long. Um, I am your host for the season premiere. My name is Ruben and I'm joined as always by Mark. Hello! And by Graham. Hello, I'm finally here officially. Yeah! Um... And what a season premiere we've got for you, because we are going to be covering the Summer Game Fest, otherwise known as whatever insult towards Jeff Keighley you want to call it, because that's what we <laughs> normally do. Um, so fakey three, essentially. It was, yeah, it was fakey three. Although, like, I've, ooh, I, I wouldn't, don't know whether I'd call it that, though. There was not much in terms of new. It was mostly no, just... It's, it's it's made me miss E3. If it's done anything, it's made me miss E3. Mm. I feel like, though, even if there was an E3, that the games announced, probably the list probably wouldn't be much different. I guess it just... It didn't have I mean, the... If, if, if the companies had something to announce, they would have announced it, right? Yeah, After I guess. These presentations. It just didn't have the kind of explosive, ah, oh, here is all of the new shit sort of thing. I don't know whether it's just changes to the games industry, but with, you know, regular stakes to play, regular Nintendo Directs and stuff like that. Maybe that's messed with the with the concept I think that's of E3. What was, I think that's a big part that was missing as well, because we oh. normally E3 time we've got Nintendo there as well, but obviously we've not got that. Also, we've not had Nintendo. Nintendo haven't said anything in the last two weeks. Rumours of the 29th, though, of June as a as a date for Direct. Oh, I'm so, so excited for Direct. Leaked by, leaked by Alana Pierce at PlayStation <laughs> Studio. Of <laughs> kind of people. PlayStation le- I know, PlayStation leaking on Nintendo Direct. I think that's hilarious. Um, I love that. I, I don't know if you saw the video of that, but it was quite good. She just said the date and then she went, hang on, let me double check that. And she just like looked off to the side and <laughs> went, yeah, 29th. <laughs> like, I just casually. like... I just like that she doesn't seem to give a fuck. She's like, oh well, I'll just announce that if I want. I mean, I could probably find out and confirm that with my contacts if I wanted to, but I kind of like having directs be a surprise for me. Um, it's like when I used to when I used to be in the industry proper um, and like used to be full time games writing. I used to I used to be able to know exactly what was in all the directs, state of plays, everything. I could literally request and get a list of everything i was like i want to be surprised too um i don't think i'd want to know until i've seen it mm. um but i guess oh i'm coming through on my headphones is that because i'm loud i will stop being so loud um but let's get back on track let's go with the opener the summer game fest itself the opening night what did, did did anyone want to kick off with it? anything from any thoughts or things from that? What what a fucking slog! <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, six hours uh, and was... four of them were Call of Duty, <laughs> and two of them were The Last of Us. <laughs> yeah, there were some okay things um, in it. Like I I really liked. I can never remember what the hell it's called. The, the dead the fake dead space game calippo calypso the calico protocol Calispo protocol Calisto. i really like the look of that yeah yeah i like the look I of love, that as well yeah i love dead space so much particularly dead space 2 
and it just obviously looks so dead space. And they right, seem to have the changed same, by the same dev, isn't it? Yeah, but do you remember that when this game was first announced, they said it was going to be in the same universe as PUBG, PUBG. for some <laughs> bizarre no nonsense reason. But I think they've just thought, fuck that, let's get rid of that and actually no, just they've make gone, it up. Actually, that was a really stupid idea. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Who wants that? So now it actually looks like proper dead space, which I like. Um, so yeah, I really like that. I think that was one of the highlights of a really dull, samey, spacey, constant spacey there, show. There was a lot of actually horror space games I during for, Summer Game Fest. For a good 45 minutes straight, I think pretty much every, and I think even Jeff joked about it, being like, oh, here's another space game. It was just because it's like that way when, like, when people see like a big new thing in a game, and then suddenly a couple of years later, everybody wants to do it. So obviously, suddenly everybody just decided, let's do space games. Oh, like the uh, Dark Souls. Yeah, clones. Dark Souls Gold Rush. Yeah. Um, I mean, I must admit, the whole horror in space. I'm not a big fan of horror. This is well known about me at this point. Um. But I must admit, I was intrigued by Routine that was shown later yeah. on in the show. Oh, yeah. That was also quite high on my list. Um, I mean, I, I quite enjoy, uh, like Graham, uh, Dead Space and sort of any sci-fi horror type games. Um, so Routine looked really interesting. The mm. robots in that were creepy. I, I think I think I, I had this thought since since watching Summer Game Fest and I I made a note to make sure I mentioned it uh on the podcast. The rub, the robots in routine make me think that's what Scott Scott Cawthon of Five Nights at Freddy's fame wanted his robots to be like in terms of creepiness. Cause they had the same disjointed way too many moving parts thing that Scott Cawthon tried to have. I think this is Five Nights at Freddy's done well because it does appear that you're being pursued by these robots in routine. Yeah, that, For, that's the vibe that I was getting from the trailer, at least. And I thought they, I thought they, they had a creepiness of them that went further than sort of a lot of over-the-top gory monsters that you get. Yeah, I mean that's that's actually. Like, they were they're... more unsettling in a, in, in a way. Yeah, jumping back... Just added something a bit different. Yeah, yeah. Um, but jumping back very quickly to Callisto Protocol. I made, I think I made this comment at the time as we were watching it, Mark. The, because the, the visuals of the air of the location and the visuals of the main character are so fucking good, it makes the monsters in Callisto look a little bit laughable and campy. Mm-hmm. Because the monster design isn't, it doesn't, well, they, they're clearly aliens, so they're clearly not supposed to match the setting, if you get what I mean. But obviously, routine, they perfectly match the setting in their visual design. And there's a, there was mm. cohesion to routine I really appreciated. I that think Callisto really looks like inverse. it's trying. Oh, sorry, Brad. You no, know, I was just saying, I think Callisto really looks like it's trying to do the dead space type enemies. So that. It's nice to see something a bit different than the robots in um, routine. Mm. I mean, there's arguments both ways. I'm probably not going to play either of them because they're horror. But <laughs> so I don't well, know why I have an opinion. On. 
You don't know. You don't know what could happen. Oh, you shit. Don't you dare. <laughs> Mark got into Souls type games. He knows what mm. could happen. Lies. He's played Elder Ring. He is not. That's close enough. He's not got. That's close enough. I played Dark Souls thing. for at least six hours. Yeah. <laughs> um, I thought like um, like moving on like a little bit. Then there was a lot of um kind of updates. Mm-hmm. In, in this show, so like obviously the Cuphead DLC, um, the Fall Guys um, changed to free to play, which is a fucking genius move. Um, I would be very surprised if I, if we don't see a resurgence of Fall Guys. Um, the um, God, what was it? The, the 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 new the new goat simulator there was a lot of updates to games that we already know or kind of sequels to them which wasn't a necessarily a bad thing no although i did love the not love but the sort of joke of them jumping straight to goat simulator 3 without there ever being a second one i because it yeah, makes it really... makes as much fucking sense as the rest of the whole game <laughs> i the whole trailer was hilarious both... I, I love that we both immediately were just like was there a two <laughs> like we were, we were genuinely, genuinely sort of like. We I could remember this. Yeah. Was there a two? I, Did I just miss it? I hope. I hope they make a two in like ten years' time. They suddenly just go back to making a two. <laughs> oh yeah, that, that would be also brilliant. be funny. That would be excellent. Um, and actually, speaking about speaking about what the what the actual fuck? Why was there a movie trailer? And in the what summer the fuck game, was all a... of that product placement that The Rock was doing for that energy drink. Placement for the energy drink, mentioned their role in Fortnite, and then showed a movie trailer. <laughs> this this is the what? thing with Jeff, with Jeff's shows, like he just hasn't a clue what people actually do and don't don't want to see these things. He literally calls it a summer games fest and decides, fuck it, let's just get The Rock in to show off his movie because. I would imagine this because somebody paid a lot of money. Yep, definitely. And Jeff was all too willing to say yes, please. Well, let's let's be frank. Like last summer game fest, Jeff made the very bold claim that the summer game fest opening night was the beginning of a month's worth of like gaming events, of which they forgot about them within two days of the opening night. So we can't trust Jeff. And they also claimed that a number of the E3 press conferences were also part of the Summer Game Fest, if I yeah. remember correctly. Oh, he, oh, he loves to do that, so doesn't he? Much. He loves to claim everything says. Sneak. I hate him so much. Um, what else do I have? What, what else was I thinking? Oh, um, Gotham Knights is looking alright. Mm-hmm. There wasn't nearly enough uh, focus shots on the ass. Yeah, Nightwing. Night Nightwing's ass. Yeah. Didn't get to see it enough. Yeah, it needed more. We we needed to see more of that peach on screen, but we did not. Um, because that's one of the things Nightwing's famous for. <laughs> well, we all know just what's like going to be happening fun. if there's a if there's a photo mod in that game. <laughs> yeah, exactly the same as what happened with Spider Man and the underwear uh, uh, <laughs> outfit. Yeah, 
that was a great suit by the way the, the little spider-man underwear was just oh perfect um shame they didn't have that for miles no that, that is, is a shame thing, but but perhaps uh actually thinking about it given miles's age that might have been less appropriate you are correct actually can we just see the actor in underwear was that is that okay oh wait how old was miles in the game I wasn't think... he like 16? No, he's older than that, wasn't he? He wasn't he is supposed he was... to be like a because he was still at school, wasn't he? Ah, uh, I suppose he was. Was he? Yeah, because he definitely wasn't as old as Miles, uh, not Miles, Peter. Because Peter was in mid uh, early mid 20s, right? Yeah. I retract my earlier statement. Let's not have Miles in underwear. That's creepy. I, however, I stand by my "Can we see the actor in underwear?" Um, statement. Yes. Um, okay. Apparently, he's supposed to be seventeen years old. Still not right. So still not right. No. Definitely retract that statement. Um, one th- one game I forgot about. Completely forgot about. It's not even on the lists. But and I cannot remember what fucking broadcast it was put in. What was the quarry in? Was it in Summer Game Fest? I think it was, yeah. The fucking quarry? Oh, yes. Did I miss that from the list? But yes, I am very looking forward to... Well, it's already out. Um, Spiritual sequel to... I'm looking forward to playing it at some point soon. Spiritual sequel to Until Dawn? I fucking loved Until Dawn. Is the quarry the one that's got Justice Smith in it? Uh, It's not... Wait, no, no, that's not Justice Smith. That's another actor who is... Wait... Unless it is Justice Smith, in which case I'm happy with that too. I think it Justice is. Smith is hard. Exactly. <laughs> um, I might just play it just I don't, for that reason. I, I don't know whether it is though. I think it's the same. The, I think it's the same actor that was in Until Dawn, or at least that's what I thought when I saw the trailer. The the same hot guy that was in Until Dawn. Um, no, it is just it is Justice Smith in the quarry. Happy. I'm I'm fine with that. I will protect that boy with my life. Uh, Keep I'll have the same hot boys in scary games. Just yes, please, them. because especially ones where I can save them and stop them from dying, please. Um, if you're putting because then you're just... inclined to play your scary games, Ruben. I played until dawn. Well, there we go. That's what's going to happen um, to horror games. And I can't remember the name of the was it Joshua something, the actor who played um, the character one character in Until Dawn. I was like, if this person dies, I'm stopping my play. I was streaming it. I was like, I'm stopping my playthrough <laughs> if this character dies. Um, because I'll have nothing left to continue this game for. Um and I kept them alive and it's the happiest I I really wish someone had clipped it on my channel. It was the happiest I think I've ever been on stream when I saw that he would survive. <laughs> <laughs> the um, tears down your down your face. I think there's one thing that we can't get away from talking about with the Summer Game Fest, and that is the section of the presentation that was really specifically dedicated to you, Ruben. Oh, the uh, the Anime Boy Showcase. The Anime Boy Showcase, yes. Followed by Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, that's... Like, uh, I think I deserved that after Call of Duty. Um, and after um, Stormgate as well, which was insufferably dull. Um. Uh, but yeah, so uh, the the makers of uh, Genshin Impact have got two new RPGs on the way. 
uh, Honkai Star Rail and Zendless Zone Zero, and I couldn't give a flying fucking toss about the first one. Although, when I was watching the trailer initially, I was like, this is my thing, hook it up to my veins. And then Zendless Zone Zero came along, <laughs> gave me a wolf guy with fucking mechanical legs, and I was like, fucking game of the year. Um, and now I've I've not really thought about any of the rest of the games in the anime showcase since I saw that trailer. Um, although a, a sequel to Soul Hackers, Shimagami Tensei Soul Hackers is pretty good for me, to be honest. Um, I do like Atlas games uh, most of the time, with the exception but, maybe of Shimagami Tensei 4, which was kind of frustrating. Um, but, but more importantly, Wolf Guy with robot legs. A Wolf Guy with robot legs wearing a fucking eye patch it's almost as if they reached inside my head and was like what is the perfect character design in the eyes of this one individual <laughs> and just pulled that little thread out and was like there you go <laughs> treat yourself um yeah i i don't even care what type of game it is couldn't give a shit i will play it if it's gonna happen you certainly couldn't deduce it from the name of the game no nor from that Zenless trailer. Zone Zero. What does that mean? Uh, nor from the trailer. The trailer. Oh, also, it's uh, cyber cyberpunk aesthetic, and that's that's one of my aesthetics that I love a lot. Uh, and then, like, obviously, TMNT, which comes out today at time of recording. Um. So, guess what? I'm going to be playing this evening. Um, Especially since it's on Xbox Game Pass. Yep. Uh, and it looks really good. Up to six players co-op. TMNT. That is just amazing. It's really fun. It's reviewing really well as well. Everybody seems to be loving it. Um, that's why I love that sort of that sort of shit anyway. The you do side, love a side scrolling beat em up. I do really love a side scrolling beat em up. Um, I do. I like they're releasing. Uh, this is a slight aside, but they're releasing a collection of all of the rest of the TMNT games. Which I yes, that that was announced in something a few couple of months ago wasn't it i'm really tempted to pick that up because the old tmnt side scrolling beat up games are also really fucking good um so i'm really tempted to pick that up as a franchise i think more than a lot of others i can think of it really suits itself to side scrolling beat up because there's because there's four characters four main yeah. characters it works they so all, well they all play slightly differently and they're all known for just beating up waves of kind of faceless uh, ninjas, <laughs> yeah. So who are the other two characters then? If it's six player, uh, April O'Neil and uh, I've I've forgotten their name already. Casey, I know what they look like. Casey, yeah, Casey, who did not appear in the sort of classic sort of late eighties, early nineties cartoon, but has appeared in subsequent cartoons and was in the original car- uh, the original comic, I believe. I'm so looking forward to playing it. I really am. Um, do we have anything else for Summer Game Fest? From Only if you want to have a rant at the Last of Us remake. Oh, fuck yeah. I want, ha- I want to have that. a rant at the Last of Us remake. Go, Graham. I can... I can a tra- fucking Travis Baker is the new Kojima. I swear. Travis Baker? They just... Wait, have I got his name wrong? Who are you thinking? Who am of? I trying to say? Who am I trying to say? Who are plays, you, are who you plays Joel? Of, are you thinking of Neil Druckmann? No. Who plays Joel? 
Oh, wait. That, that is... That, that Troy, is... Troy Baker. Troy Baker. Troy Baker. Close enough. He is the new Kojima. He is getting rolled out at everything. And he's doing my tits in. Can't stand him. And he was there for about 20 minutes. Well, he came out at least nonsense. twice during the Summer Game Fest, didn't he? Because wasn't he, didn't he, wasn't he voicing a character in something else that we haven't talked about? I think it was one of the other yeah. sci-fi horror games. Yep, you're right. And they then they rolled him out again twice. for uh, yep. The Last of Us. Yep, to show us a remake of a game that probably doesn't need remaked. Remade. But we're getting it anyway. But we're getting it anyway, and it to me it looks I don't know. It looks very pretty, but some of the characters are just they just look so different. Like Ellie's I mean, model you know, just looks I, bizarre. I look to mind like it doesn't need to be made, but also I don't really care if they if that's what they've decided to spend their time and money yeah. doing. Fine, whatever, get on with it. <laughs> Might as well. Like I think if the remaster didn't exist, then the remake yeah, would probably that make, would more, make sense. A bit more sense. It would make more sense, but I mean, I love The Last of Us. It's one of the best games of all time, really. But I just, I'm not arsed about it. I probably won't be buying it, but I don't, that wasn't the point. The fact is that that section where they brought them on to talk about it lasted a lifetime. I, I don't it, understand what the hell was going on. It was, but the, the worst thing it was, the worst thing about The Last of Us section is that it lasted a really long time with really nothing to show for it. Oh, yeah, because just having a wee chat. Because they had the the, the, the uh, multiplayer Last of Us game of which they showed a piece of concept art. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Last of Us TV show of which they had a single screen grab. Yeah. Yeah. Not even a trailer. Not even or... a trailer. Despite the fact it's wrapped up filming, like nothing. Then The Last of Us Part 1 like remake and i i think i i think between the three of us we're kind of mixed across what we think about the last of us um and my my thoughts on the last of us are pretty well known and it's just i was so bored and that was the closer i know it just ended in nothing it was like the show was ending sooner than it was supposed to and somebody just told Jeff to keep talking for a wee while until they actually reached the end. It was yeah. just that pointless chit-chat towards the end. It was silly. Yeah. Well, it was It was kind of... I don't know if it was live or... I think it, it, I think it was. Because it, it, it was, was handing... Because it was handing over to the day of the devs straight afterwards. So obviously they needed to... If it was live, they obviously needed to match the two up if they were both live i don't know i think it was i think it was live because they they actually referenced the fact the last of us part one leaked earlier on that that day that day yeah Yeah, that's that's right right, yeah but it's not like Um, it was tv it's not like they had to make up the airtime until the next show starts they can literally just stop and it's fine it's not like we're just going to get nothing on the telly or they could have just stopped like they could have just filled the time with covering some of the like just showing some of the trailers again like it's not like it wasn't an inconceivable idea, yeah. um, but <laughs> just like show that Nintendo clip that they bothered to send them over and over again, <laughs> like oh twenty second ads. Nintendo. That's all they could be our sending. <laughs> we didn't like even we talk about it because about it was summer game so, fest. By God, yeah. Um, 
But yeah, a multiplayer game I saw nothing of, a TV show I don't care about, and a remake that I don't believe needs to exist. Like, what? And that was like what fifteen minutes? That's just uh, it's just too long. It's just too, it was it was too long. And Neil Druckmann. Right, I was saying this here and now. I said this on stream as well, so I'm going to record this properly for posterity on the fucking podcast as well. Neil Druckmann, the remake being closer to your original vision, you can get fucked, mate. It has not been long enough. Technology has not come on far enough if you didn't get the fucking vision right originally with the very pissing minimal changes you seem to be making between the remake and before. Fuck off. Fucking Neil Druckmann, you piece of shit, soccer dad. Not a fan. No. <laughs> Moving on, we're back <laughs> because uh, the next thing we were going to bring up was the PlayStation State of Play, which did air before the Summer Game Fest, where we got another remake announcement that Ruben didn't really believe needed to exist. I still don't. Resident Evil 4, yeah. I, I'm more res- positive about this. Me too. I mean, it's pretty much a perfect game already, but I do want to see what they do with it. I think there is an element of nostalgia. Uh, and yes, Resident Evil 4 is a classic game. It's a great game. It's still quite a good game, but I think... Watching you play it or replay it recently on your stream, Ruben, I think I was struck by how much more dated it was than I remember it being. It's very clunky to play. It's, it's better to play on the Wii. The Wii is the best way to play that game. Uh, yeah, the Wii Remote Aiming is just wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, I... I think they'll update that, though. I think they'll update the controls and stuff like that. I think Yeah, it will, it will definitely have a more modern third-person control scheme akin to the way that they updated the third person uh, control scheme for Resident Evil 2 and 3 yeah they're gonna they're gonna bring it quite close to 2 and 3 in terms of um, I mean you but, but maybe a bit more dynamic because I think the game requires it to be a bit more dyan- dynamic because of the, the differences in the combat mm. I mean we did we're jumping around a bit here but they did show a very small section of gameplay during the Capcom showcase yes. of Resident Evil 4 and it does it just looks like Resident Evil 4 but prettier so my only concern really with Resident Evil 4 at this point is they need to keep the campy stupid shit in it because that's what yeah. made Resident Evil 4 I think um was as opposed to Resident Evil, as opposed to the Resident Evils before it and the Resident Evils after it. We're talking like one, two, three, and then five and onwards. Resident Evil Four knew it was ridiculous. It was acting oh. completely within awareness that it was ridiculous. If, um, if Ashley is not annoyingly shouting Leon, I will be really disappointed. They better. I just, I don't think I, could, I don't think I can do if Leon's not like constantly quipping like a stupid fucking 90s action hero like the game was stupid and it knew it was absolutely knew it and the reason one really easy way to tell that it knew it how many times in that game is leon looking directly at camera making jokes they knew that game was fucking stupid um, also, I really hope they keep in the uh, the merchants' catchphrases. Yes, 
the, if they change the merchant, I think that would be such a tragedy. Um, although I, I really like the Duke from Resident Evil Village, he is not the merchant from Resident Evil 4. No, he definitely isn't. He definitely has something else going on that's not necessarily made clear in Resident Evil Village. Mm. Then again, Resident Evil Four, it's, it is it is very unclear as to the uh, as to the the merchant what what he's doing there, why he's still alive, etc. But you know that I could talk for like ages. when you walk into a castle and the merchant has just set up a stall in an alcove, and you're like, how the fuck did you get there? Yeah, how did you? And get... what, why have you even got a counter? Like, yeah, like where did you get the fucking? Where did you get the essentially fucking entire setup of lush from in the time it took me to get here? Um, but that's just a game contrivance, isn't it? But oh yeah, um, yeah. Resident Evil Four. I will play. Like regardless, I may have misgivings. I may complain about it. I will fucking play it. Resident Evil is still my favorite game series of all time. So therefore, I'm still gonna play the goddamn thing. I just don't think it needs to exist. Uh, so moving on, Street Fighter Six, Ruben. Another another big one for you. I'm so excited about this game. My God, and everything I see from it makes me more excited about it. Um, I mean, I, I don't, I don't know how well known it is that I'm, I'm a huge fighting game fan. I, I don't think I know. Don't think yeah, I know. I, but you're, you're my best friend though. That's. <laughs> um, but I'm a huge fighting game fan. I didn't like attended tournaments, sort of fighting game fan. Um, uh, particularly of like nonsense anime fighting games. Sure, but still. Um, but yeah, I, I I really enjoyed Street Fighter Five for a time. Um, it I, I got a bit bored with the the way that they were handling content in that game because uh, they were treating it like a free to play without it being free to play, which was kind of off. But it looks like from what I've seen of Street Fighter Six, they've really fucking learnt their lesson on that. Um, everything seems to be very very content rich at launch by what they've described comes out next year so they've got enough time the new fighters look interesting uh the new visual style is fucking gorgeous um that proper graffiti ink style they've got going on that looks neon amazing. paint splashes yeah yeah um, those little, taunt, those little taunts and stuff you can do before the match starts look pretty fun yeah yeah the, the taunts and stuff um the uh, I I don't know whether anyone else would have noticed that this was announced, but I did the real time commentary. Um, no, they've I got... shook my head then, and then realised that nobody could actually see me shaking my head. Um, yeah, they've added they're, they're adding to Street Fighter Six uh, real time commentary on matches from known commentators in the fighting game community. That's quite cool. Also, could get quite annoying though. I don't know. I don't know where I stand on that. I'll fucking turn it off, but that doesn't mean it's not a cool feature. That's incredible. Um, also, well, they've been doing that in football games for years. It's not like it's yeah, yeah. It's not as if it's a it's a new thing, but like it's not been in fighting games before um, that I know of. Um, but also, they they're very very heavily leaning into the Street Fighter Three aesthetic and sound and feel and street fighter 3 third strike is my favorite street fighter game so i'm quite happy about that um but yeah all in all honestly hook street fighter 6 up to my veins i'm i'm, I'm ready for it and the mo the moment they announce a closed beta i am fucking in sign right up for that yeah 
Definitely. Um, Stray. Cat Simulator. Oh, Cyberpunk. This game looks Another lovely. game for Ruben. Yeah, yeah, we all, we, we all know I'm getting that. <laughs> it was so fucking predictable. Uh, it looks really good. It, it does look genuinely really good. It does. Um, I don't know how heavy the puzzle element in it is. It looks like it's very puzzly. Yeah, Do you know I mean, what? I don't does, even I... need. I, I don't even need hugely puzzly elements. I I'm just happy going about the little world as a cat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just just forever stay in the opening area and never solve a puzzle and just wander around it. Yeah. Cat. <laughs> Knocking glasses over tables and shit. That's what I want to do. Haven't they already announced there's like a meow button as well? Yeah, I just yeah, which is fucking. <laughs> I, I'm going to be using that button so fucking much. Um. I mean, it would be great if there was just a, a knock things off ledges button as well. I mean, the 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 whole premise of this game is that you're a cat, so they're gonna have knocking shit off puzzles, aren't they? Oh, I hope so. Blatantly. Uh, um, it's also interesting that it's coming to the higher PlayStation Plus tiers as well as a freebie. I didn't hear this. I only know that I only found this out when I read the running order, so I need to. I'm sure it was announced during the presentation. I wasn't paying that much attention. Um, I'd seen Street Fighter Six. I was like, "That's me done. Thank you." <laughs> um, you had zoned out. This <laughs> I, uh, but that means getting the upper tier of PS Plus, though. I think it's the middle tier and up. Oh, that still sucks. Because it's expensive, the upper tiers. That's well. I mean, it's on a par, I think, with Game Pass, isn't it? Is it? Yeah, I think monthly the middle tier is about the same as Game Pass. Oh, but I'm already paying for Game Pass. (laughs) Well, you better carry your wallet. Uh, What's We'll see. I might just buy Stray because I'd rather own it. It's coming physically anyway, so I'll probably wait yeah. and get the physical version. It's definitely not a full price game, is it? It's probably. I don't know actually. It if strikes me as a high end indie, like a Hades. It price seems like a 40, 45, 29 pound as opposed. Oh, I was going in with like a 29. Yeah, that's what I was going in with the Hades price point. Double A to use a shitty term that I hate. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm gonna play Stray for sure. I'll probably wait until it until physical. I think. That seems fair. Um. Uh, yeah, I mean the other thing released uh, released uh, shown. The other thing we want to talk about is the that Final Fantasy 16 trailer. Fucking yes. I don't even need to see it, to be honest. The, mo- the, 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 moment, the moment I found out that Naoki Yoshida was involved in directing and uh, Masayoshi Soken was involved in music, I was like, fucking don't care. I, this, this could be a fucking cafe simulator Final Fantasy game and I would still buy it with those two involved. I mean, can you imagine? 
I could actually, I could imagine those two doing something that stupid, um, especially Soken. Um, but yeah, like having 14 people involved in Final Fantasy 16, especially seen as um, it's been confirmed that the, 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 the team, the team from 14 that's handling 16 are the ones that handled 14 up until Stormblood, I think. Mm-hmm. Really solid team. Right? Yeah. Even even if it was just the team that dealt with Rebel Reborn, that's still, if you don't have, you know, a fucking quest line involving throwing a party for yourself, then, like, I, I have no problem with Rebel Reborn. I was, so, I was so annoyed with the ending of that quest line. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we have a guest. We have a guest star. <laughs> Hello, Wilson. Don't need farts. Thank you. Um... But yeah, Final Fantasy 16 coming out next year. I will be getting it. There's absolutely no shadow of doubt. Not a single shadow. I am sure that I will probably be getting it too. And I am I sure forget... that you're probably not. <laughs> not a Final no, Fantasy no. fan. I've never played a single Final Fantasy game in my life. Uh, we'll get you into 14. Just give us time. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <laughs> you think you don't? I know what time. happens in that. G- I know what happens in that game. It's just filth. It's just you run run about in your pants. Actually, maybe I should get into it. <laughs> Not necessarily. I mean, you when, you so, when you say it like that, it's right up my street. <laughs> you can wear clothing if you want. Um, no. Why would I do that? But yeah, you were saying you were saying earlier you don't have time for hundred hour games. <laughs> Fourteen. <laughs> I think I'm on like no. two thousand five hundred hours or something. <laughs> Jesus. Um, but yeah, Final Fantasy sixteen. Honestly, I have no complaints, and it's a game that I will be will be getting for, with absolute no doubt. Um. One thing I, I which wasn't on the was one on the running order, but I would have expected you to bring up Mark PSVR two. Yeah, I mean, yes, I just didn't feel like there was really enough yet to talk about as such. Um, I am looking forward to the uh, Horizon. Mm. not sequel sequel whatever that's going to be but um i was a bit disappointed with that i i don't really get it i don't think it looks all that great doesn't look that interesting to me i think it i think we need to see a bit more of it to get a better feel for what it is and that's part of the reason why i didn't necessarily wasn't going to bring it up because I still feel like there's not enough that we know about it, even though there was a bit of a trailer. Yeah, that's true. And I think it's, if it's I hard to get a feel for even how much of how much because it was described as an experience. So, like, how much is it a full yeah. game? How much is it a tech demo? I'm not exactly I'm not really sure exactly what it is. It's probably Pokemon Snap, but in the Horizon world, <laughs> which yeah, which actually be. might be okay. In VR, that might actually be alright. I mean, it's not necessarily a bad thing if a game is a tech demo, because look at... Um, uh, oh, fuck, what was the PS5 tech demo? Uh, Astro's, Astro's Playroom. Playroom. Yes, it was really good. So, yeah, like, Oh, that was. was much more than a tech demo, though. That was that was just so good. 
but it was a tech demo though it was basically there to show you what the playstation 5 could do and nothing more than that. that's true um yeah. albeit they put some really neat things into it but it was still really a tech including demo. some of the fucking catchiest music oh yeah fucking i i can't deny that astro's playroom was really good though um but yeah psvr2 uh, I mean, there's only one game in it that I would actually play in VR, and even then, it's very. Uh, it's not confirmed that I would do that to myself, um, which was Village, obviously. Um, I mean, I would love to see that. I wouldn't. No. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't really have anything else for State of Play. Uh, no, me neither. Um, so, a couple of little ones. Devolver Digital. Well, that's not a little one. That's not a little one as far as I'm concerned. Because that had the best game that was shown this entire long, drawn-out couple of weeks or however long it's been. And that was the Plucky Squire. Like, that game. Have you both seen the trailer yet? I very briefly watched it, but not properly, I have to admit. So I can't say anything you, much about this. Yeah, okay. can I? You, you both need to sort yourselves out and watch this. <laughs> there's not often, right? There's not often I see a game trailer that I just think, wow, like this has actually blown me away. But like the creativity in this game. So this is, this is a new game from... Um, so there was a guy, James Turner, who used to work at Game Freak. He used to design a lot of Pokemon designs. Um, I think he was like the lead designer in Sword and Shield. He recently left and formed his own studio with another guy um, whose name I can't remember. Um, but this is their first game that they've announced, the Plucky Squire. And the creativity oh, okay. in it is just, it's just so clever. So the, the whole trailer is just like a picture book effectively. And it's like a top-down adventure game. But then it sort of turns into like there's bits that look like Punch-Out and then there's like a, a bow and arrow thing. And it's all just like really pretty on a, a picture book and then the little character jumps out of the picture book and then suddenly he's in a 3d world and um, but then it also occasionally like goes back to 2d but you'll see him doing like a 2d shoot up around the side of a mug that's on the table or something like that it's just like so so beautiful and so creative genuinely just properly blew me away that does and it's coming cool. kind of like the uh Kind of like the sections in uh, A Link Between Worlds on the 3DS where you would jump into Yes, the, it jump is into kind of like that. You'd have like a puzzly section where you were 2D. Definitely, yes. It's exactly like that kind of idea. Um, it, it just looks absolutely stunning. Um, and the buzz around it seems to be huge. Like so many people are just like, wow, this is one of the best games of the show. So for me, that's I the absolute top look. game. And you absolutely yep. both need to give it a look. I'll definitely give that a look as well. Um, I, d I mean, I must admit, I do need to go back and watch the Devolver Digital show because they've obviously got that ongoing fucking narrative thing that they do from year to year. Um, I think they only so, announced like four, four games or something. And I'm kind of done with the whole Devolver thing. Kind of over it. Oh, that's a shame. But hey, like... I, I will definitely give that a look. That sounds really good. And also, they released Card Shark recently, didn't they? And apparently, that's really good. Devolver. Oh, really? 
Again, okay. not heard of this one either. Um, no. From, from what I gather, Card Shark actually doesn't involve as much playing cards as you would think. I imagine. It's, it's all about cheating at cards instead of actually playing it. So that's pretty cool. Are there, are there sharks, though? Uh, and, do they, and do they have freaking lasers? No, because that would be like game of the year. That would be game of the year territory. We can't get into that yet, can we? Um, but yeah, that was yeah. I, I I didn't watch Devolver. I can't remember what it was at a weird time. I think, and I was doing something else. Um, that's been a problem with this. I think, generally speaking, the um, summer games fest. There's been a lot of stuff that's been showing at weird times. I think also just because there was so, so much of it. There were so many different yeah. presentations. Left, right, I mean, there's two like, presentations tonight. Of it. Is there? See, I didn't even yeah. know that. At least at least the three, you had that kind of schedule of the main ones, and you maybe tuned into some of the smaller ones, but the, it was a handful, really, at the end of the day. Whereas this is just a barrage of stuff. Yeah, agreed. I mean, tonight is the Dragon's Dogma and Final Fantasy Seven. Oh yeah, twenty fifth anniversary. Yeah, which is on at eleven. So I will give that. So a we watch, get, I think. Although it's not very long. Final Fantasy like ten minutes. Oh, is it? Do you think we're getting part two? Final Fantasy seven. There's been a lot of rumors. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if there was a teaser for it, but I don't think it will be any more than that. I still need to play the DLC for that because I really didn't enjoy the main game. But anyway, um, I need to play the DLC, and I really did enjoy the main game. So. Um, speaking of weird timings, Sonic Central, which showed at 5pm <laughs> on a random weekday. <laughs> um, sure, why not? This was, this was a, this was a ride. Um, I'm a big Sonic fan and it Are did, you? Yeah, I, I know it comes as a shock. Um, but I, even I had to find it very funny that there was significant audio issues at the beginning of the broadcast. <laughs> <laughs> it was so it was so fucking sonic that there would be like actually really problematic audio issues right at the beginning um but this was um basically for sonic's anniversary i think it's 30 is it 35th or 30th i think it's 30th isn't it 30th yes yeah. but wasn't it actually la- wasn't last year the 30th anniversary maybe so this is just because didn't they have it. that whole big that whole big presentation where they announced the sonic collection last year for the 30th and then said but it's not releasing until next year and we were all like that was it yes well what 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 <laughs> you can't you can't you can't have a collection of emulated games ready for its 30th anniversary like what are you doing well the, i think the reason why they didn't have it ready is because they wanted to fuck it up as much as possible which is what they have done <laughs> well, also i think actually they're not they're not just a, it's not just a simple emulation is it they haven't they rebuilt basically all of the games in the same engine that mania was made in yeah um and also they had to get through the sonic 3 music 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 problem and um and obviously as i said they had to fuck it up as much as possible by introducing three billion different editions of it and um all sorts of bullshit uh i am not buying sonic origins um i am not giving sega my money for that um i can quite happily play sonic one two three knuckles and sonic cd whatever the fuck i want so i 
have no intention of buying Sonic Origins. Although they... I feel like it's probably the kind of thing that at some point will end up on Game Pass or will be given away free as part of PS Plus or something. So Yeah, so I, I couldn't care less. Um, new characters coming to Sonic Dash and Sonic Forces, which I didn't expect. Um, Sonic Forces came out years ago. <laughs> years ago. And they're updating it with new characters for the anniversary, which is just really odd to me. Um, they showed, quite honestly, an insultingly short amount of Sonic Prime, the Netflix series coming. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, announced Sonic coming to Fall Guys, which I was pretty sure Sonic already had. Uh, so this might be returning. I don't know. I can't remember the details. There was a stupid amount of Sonic merchandise they announced, which felt like a really odd place. Like... A really odd thing to do like here's all of these games and updates coming but here's shit you can buy in real life um especially seeing as one of them was knuckles inspired g fuel <laughs> was it bright red <laughs> i don't know what color the drink would be but i if it wasn't bright red they've made a mistake i it's it's a sign of how much of a bitch for sonic i am that i saw knuckles inspired g fuel and it's just like I don't even drink energy drinks, but I want to know. I want to buy it. <laughs> I have to have it. I have to have whatever this is. Um, and also Sonic Pez dispensers, which just look cute. Um, just to um, bring... they, must have, they must have had Sonic Pez dispensers before. I mean, that sounds like a really obvious thing. Like, they've had Pez dispensers and fucking everything. You'd think, wouldn't you? Um, um, but... Then, yeah, it just ended with Sonic Frontiers, which I am kind of excited about. Um, Like, you and me have discussed this at length, Mark, I think, Sonic Frontiers. Mm. Um, But obviously it's not finished yet. It doesn't even look finished yet. Um, It's got a lot of pop in at the moment, which is really... More than anything else in the footage I've seen of Sonic Frontiers, that's the thing that irks, uh, kind of jars me the most when I'm watching it. Seeing just like assets pop in is always really disconcerting. But when they're that close to the main character, then they pop in. That's just not right now. Not in the modern I think the f- era. I think the footage that Sega actually released, that, that was the like the main one that was kicking. You know, the stuff that IGN kind of revealed um, like over the last few weeks. I don't think that was the ones that best showed it or showed it in the best light. Um, but I have seen a few other videos since then that it does look a bit better. Um, I, th- I think there was maybe somebody, pl- I can't remember where the video came from, but it was somebody playing it or something like that. Um, but it was in that series of IGN stuff and it did look a bit better because yeah, I thought I, it looked a bit clunky and a bit bland and I not have, really I have happening. heard that the, the footage from the IGN was really early footage and I don't know why yeah, it they seemed showed it. it like that. But it is an unfinished game, and we've we've all seen, you know, even like the improvements, for example, that that Nintendo made to various Pokemon games between reveal trailers and then the actual release six months later. You know, those last six months are where all the polishing and finishing up happens. Um, and I think I think as as Ruben mentioned, we discussed this at length. My my thoughts are that this they're clearly showing the opening of the game it's really the first time that you've ever had such an open world where you're controlling a character that just runs at 150 miles an hour 
you know, I think they're showing probably the opening of the game where you're still going to be yeah. getting to grips with controlling a character and if you're just constantly running into obstacles because it's a really densely populated area, that's not going to be a great way to get a hang of that which kind is, of game. Which is totally fair. I, I do think the stuff that I've seen initially, though, there's quite a lot of areas where he just... It, it loses momentum constantly. And I'm like, you're, you're Sonic. You should be fast as much as you like, really. But there's a lot of things where he maybe slow down as he's going up a slightly steeper gradient or something like that. And it just kind of makes things a bit start-stoppy from the stuff that I've seen. But obviously it is proper, like, early footage or whatever. So we'll, we'll kind of see how it goes. Yeah. I mean, I am, I am excited to see what the end result of this is. And I'm not even, like, a huge Sonic fan. Like, I don't think I've really properly played a Sonic game since Sonic 2 or 3, maybe. <laughs> oh, I did play Adventure and Adventure 2. Noted. It's Sonic Get Mark to play Sonic games. <laughs> Noted. I, I am baffled that they've had this big Sonic event and they didn't announce Sonic Mania 2. I just feel like that's stupid why would you not yeah do they I, I can't believe they've not done a sequel to that at all it's such a good fucking game it really is so the frustrating music in that game is so so good yeah i regularly listen to the sonic mania soundtrack just from time to time just because it's that it is that good mm. uh but yeah sega don't change, or maybe change and improve a bit, but don't change. Um, should we tackle the other couple of little bits and then do the, the big bit? Yeah, I'm okay with that. Because the PC gaming showcase, I literally only have the same game that you want to talk about, Mark. That's that's it. Yeah, and I only know that this was... Sh I mean, I already have this on my radar. I've actually already pre-ordered this because I've played the demo. Um, and I, I already knew that it appeared in the PC Gaming Showcase because you mentioned it to me, and that is the remake of System Shock. Um, which is a game that I think a lot of people probably haven't heard of. It wasn't a huge game when it came out in, I want to say, like, late 90s, like 96, 97. But it really is the spiritual predecessor to Bioshock and those kinds of games um, I think any, if you play it you'll very much see that the formula is very similar to the likes of Bioshock um, and in fact the creator of Bioshock, Ken Levine, made System Shock 2 which was, as you can probably guess from the title, a sequel to System Shock um, and it also has a really interesting uh, visual style to it that it's sort of both modern looking, but very retro. It's hard to explain. There's a lot of neon colors and there's a lot of like pixel art dotted around this very modern looking 3D engine. It's quite, it's, it's an odd style, but I quite like it. Um, and of course, System Shock has one of the greatest villains of all time, Showdown. What I thought to kind of contextualize what you've just said, Mark, when I was playing System Shock, is the aesthetic when well, you were playing system shock 2 no was i when you were when you were at mine 
I thought I played since the original. Okay. No, that that was System Shock 2 you played. Okay, so I clearly have no idea what I'm talking about, but I'm going to carry on anyway because what I'm nothing if not stubborn. Um, the, what, what I kind of went with to kind of explain it in my head, aesthetic-wise for System Shock, it's like if they did a horror experience on the sets of original Star Trek. <laughs> that is very much the vibe of System Shock 2. Like, the interior of that space station is very much looks like a, a, a Star Trek set in many ways. And, yeah. I think that the original and this remake is very much more of a cyberpunk aesthetic. Oh, I'm even more in love. I love cyberpunk. Apart from the game. <laughs> yeah, apart from <laughs> Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Um, but yeah, I'm 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 I I I don't think I can get as close to as excited as you about the PC gaming uh, about System Shock. Sorry, but I am excited about it. I mean, one thing I will say is annoyingly, this game has been announced for years. This remake has been announced for years, and there still wasn't a release date in that trailer, despite the fact I think it was originally supposed to be released in 2020. Um, so I don't know when it's coming out, but it is coming also, I believe, to Xbox and PlayStation. So if you are a fan of Bioshock, you should definitely give this a look. Solid, solid. Uh, anything else from the PC gaming showcase? I had pretty much nothing. I was I, I I was doing other things whilst watching it. Yeah, I didn't even watch it. I only know about this because you told me. I aim Same. to help. Thank you. Um, in which case, the other little one before we move on to the big one, the Capcom showcase. They showed a lot of things that we've already talked about, including more Resident Evil 4 and uh, Street Fighter 6, but they also showed, or finally revealed, the Resident Evil Village DLC. Which is far bigger than I expected. This includes third-person modes, doesn't it? Yeah. Mm. I think that's going to make me finally play this game. I Because I've never I cared, I've never cared for Resident got... Evil when it went into first-person. But now, yep. I can't believe they've they've gone through the whole of village because it would have taken it would have been a significant overhaul they'd have needed to do to change that game to third person. The entire game is designed with first person in mind. Yeah, that is a big change to that game. It's an interesting thing that they decided to do that, but I wonder how differently it will play. I mean, it will feel a lot more like Resident Evil Four, I think. Which I think is their intention. Probably. Um, and then the, the actual DLC story content is also third person. Mm. But one thing one thing I did notice, and I was like, oh, that's a bit off. It's very spoilery. Like, the announcement of that DLC and what they showed at the beginning of the DLC... Very spoilery for the end of Village, if you've not played it. Yeah, this is true. I mean, obviously they're assuming that anybody interested in Resident Evil Village DLC has probably already played Resident Evil Village. But, like, what, like, 
albeit it was a somewhat predictable twist that was coming, but my god, that's literally just spoiling the twist of the game in the announcement of the DLC. It's so unusual. Um, but then obviously the third, the third thing which is coming with that DLC pack is the additions to mercenaries, including being able to play as Lady Dimitrescu. And who does not want to play as Lady Dimitrescu? Ah, oh, she looked. The, the, the snippets of gameplay they showed, she does look like she's going to be really fun. <laughs> this hulking nine foot monstrosity. Um. Yeah, I like. I, th- I hope occasionally, as you like, are slaying the the enemies in in that mercenaries mode. She just does like throw out her quips like stupid man thing. Ah, oh, just they better. Uh, I and also Heisenberg and Chris as well um, were announced. Um, the only the only misgiving I have is that the third person mode is locked behind the DLC package. It seems. It is, but Can at you... the same time, you're not. It's a, like you said, it's a significant undertaking on Capcom's behalf to do that, and it's not like you bought the original game and assumed that you would ever get that. Can I yeah, buy true. the game and have the third person, or do I have to buy the DLC as well to get the third person? They're releasing seem like, a yeah, gold they, edition. They, yeah, a gold edition that includes all of it by the sounds of it. Um, and can which you split between the first and third? Sorry? Can you flick between first and third person? What, like a Resident Evil Dead Aim situation? That would be amazing. I doubt it. Yeah, they didn't announce that you could do that. So, no idea whether you can or not. I reckon it would be a whichever one you choose at the beginning will be the one that you Probably kind of continue with. Because, like, having played Village, and I think you've played Village as well, Mark. I have. Like, changing it to third person is going to dramatically change a lot of the segments of the game. Hmm. Um, I don't think they could have you flicking between it and it work as well. No, because it's. I don't think it's going to be as simple as a change, just a change in the perspective. Mm. Mm. Also, we get to see what Ethan looks like. This is true. Just as an added thing that I've just actually thought of, I didn't think of that. Unless the they do some very clever things with camera angles throughout the entire game. Which is not beyond them. Hmm. But yeah, that was basically it. Oh wait, um, seven, two, and three getting um, overhauls on PS Five and Xbox, which is a nice little update. Yeah, and was free and was free. Yep, it is free if you previously owned the games, which obviously I do. Of course, um, I I played them through very recently though for rest of April on stream, so I don't think I'm gonna play them through again on PS5 anytime soon. No, that does seem like a little bit too free. Um, they're not they're not that significant of an addition. No. Um but yeah, that was Capcom. Capcom was alright. It was better than last year's Capcom showcase. This is true. Last which year, was please. fucking shocking last year. <laughs> um I forgot that even existed. That was a wasted audience time. Um right. Was. So the Xbox and Bethesda showcase. What do you want to bring up there? Fuck, this had so much in it. 
Um, start with start then, Redfall. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Vampire Left for Dead, right? Yeah, we're going to play this, aren't we? <laughs> you guys are going to love this, aren't we? It looks good. It looks like it has. It appears from that trailer to have more of a narrative focus as well, which I quite liked. Yep, and they've confirmed since as well that you can actually you don't have to have all four characters in your party. No, you you can solo it, or you can have two or three players. Which yeah, is quite cool. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how it reacts to fewer players and or different skill yeah different skill, skill sets, sets and things. Um, was there not a bit but, of bad news that came recently though, where they said if you're playing at co-op, the progress doesn't actually yeah I count saw this on the other people's, which is a bit stupid. That's that is quite common I've seen with a lot of those kinds of games though. But it's mm. shitty though. It is annoying. Yeah. Did they do that with um, Back for Blood? I think so. Yeah. Mm. Because I'm pretty sure you're still the only person who's made any progress with Black for Blood. Because <laughs> yeah, you've been yeah, the... te- technically because I was always the host. Yeah, so I think you're the only one who's actually made progress with that game, like actual legitimate progress. It's um, probably quite hard because how do you like if I was to play with a bunch of people and get to like level three, and then I join like you join my game and we're playing level three, like you've never played level one or two, so how do you? How, how, how does the game cope with sort of unlocking level one? And, like it's, I can see why it's a difficult problem to solve. No idea. But that's next... Wait, is that next year or is that later this year? That's later this year, isn't I it? Think it oh, I, I think it's next year, isn't it? I think it was next year, but yeah. Yeah, I think everything's next year. <laughs> yeah, everything good was next year. Yeah. This year looked so amazing right at the beginning, and now it's just this year's Elven Rings year, I guess. Yeah, I know I'm eating pretty well for the rest of the year by the looks of things. So, um, but that's just based on my individual game tastes more than anything. Um, finally, we got to see some of Silk Song though. Finally, still not released it on that either though. No, no. And 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 the Xbox showcase as well. Yeah, because I'm not sure it was ever confirmed for xbox it's always just been switching pc as far as i remember so uh, just, i think, it's ev- I think everyone was sat oh yeah it's coming to Pass, but i don't think it was ever announced for xbox before oh um, yeah for silk song anyway true it was always switching pc um and it's, it's funny that every time there's like an indie world presentation everybody's hoping for silk song and then suddenly it just so drops it's at xbox, xbox like, yeah what? it's like what i think it looks I mean, it great looks- i I don't adore Hollow Knight as much as everybody else does, but I'll definitely still pick up Silk Song. Yeah, I'm fine with you on that. I, I enjoyed Hollow Knight to a point, but I found that its difficulty was just a little bit too punishing, and then I just gave up. Yeah, it. agreed. It's too difficult to navigate where you should go next, and yeah, so I hope Silk Song is better than that. Regard. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, it is such an impressive game. Such Did a small you? team, and how impressive it is. You didn't finish it, did you, Mark, Hollow Knight? No. No, I gave up. I got to a boss that was too difficult, and I was like, no. Done with this now. I finished it. I can't say it was worth it. (laughs) Fair enough. I mean, it's also 
fucking huge. Like for a Metroidvania it's game, it massive. is massive. Massive. Yep. And to get lost and not know where you're going in a game that's that massive, that was a problem for me. But did you finish it, finish it, Ruben? Yeah. Like, did you do all the end parts? And what's what's that last one? I can't remember. There's a bunch of like boss stuff at the end as well. There, I didn't do the post-game bosses, no. But I finished the ah, right. main game. Um, because I've... It was one of those games um, where when I defeated the boss and I rolled the credits, I was like, yeah, that's it for me. That's enough. Yeah. I'm done now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's how I am with most games. Like, I really enjoyed... Like, well, some games I'll be just like, no, I want to do the post-game. Um, I want to play as much of this as possible, like I did with Bloodborne and stuff like that. But, like, Hollow Knight, and as using a really recent example, Pokemon Legends Arceus, the moment I saw the trailers... The, the trailers the credits roll on Arceus, I was like, that. I'm fine with stopping the game here. Mm. I've had quite a fun, like, 40 hours or so with this game. I'm quite fine to just not play this anymore. Um, and that's what I was like with Hollow Knight and what I would be like, very likely, with uh, Silksong when it comes out too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's good to finally see it. While we're talking about Metroidvanias, I was really interested by the last case of Benedict Fox. So was I. I've got no fucking clue who Benedict Fox is, but Lovecraftian Metroidvania. Yes, please. It it looked so good. It looked actually like it looked good, as in like visually, yeah. it looked amazing. Yeah. Um, and also it's a Metroidvania, so we're going to play it anyway. Exactly. So, um. Because that's just, just what we do. Um, what with, obviously, Fist and that coming to Switch as well. <laughs> is that coming to Switch? It's coming to Switch in, is, oh, yeah. I think, next month. Oh, okay. Well worth picking up if you love a Metroidvania game, yeah, by the way. Yeah, 100%. Play really? Fist. It's such a good game. Um, I mean, I don't know how that... well it's going to hold up visually on Switch, because it is... It, ba- oh, it barely held up on PS4. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so um, if you're going to play it, maybe play it on the PlayStation or the Xbox. Is it on Xbox? Is, is it on Game Pass? For some reason I want to say it's on Game Pass. I don't think it's on Game Pass because I would have played it through again. Oh, right. oh, I see. I would have happily played that game through again. Um, but yeah, uh, Last Case of Benedict Fox looks really good. Um and I, one one of my favourite moments because we watched this, we watched this on stream, didn't we? We stream, yes. we streamed this. It was the beautiful moment where you saw a double jump. <laughs> in, in the last case of Benedict Fox, you're like, it's a Metroidvania. <laughs> yep, that's what gives it away. There's a double jump. Uh, it's just so good. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm just excited about this. Um, as you no release date though. Then again, barely anything of this fucking broadcast had it. Um, I I might as well bring this one up because I this may be my entry point into it. Forza Horizons Hot Wheels expansion. It looks really fun. It does. It does look really fun. fun. Like like even Forza Forza Horizons Five is kind of just fun just to drive like. I've barely done any of the actual races, but just like oh, driving around mindlessly and exploring a very beautiful looking 
take on Mexico. It's just really good fun. But the Hot Wheels expansion with its like kind of bonkers Mario Kart 8 tracks looks great. I yeah, just I'll definitely be playing that for a bit. Yeah, same. I mean, it, it, did they say whether it was a paid expansion or not? I don't know because usually the expansions, the DLC for games that are on Game Pass, you have to pay for. So I'm not sure if it's going to be included with Game Pass or not. I'd have to look that one up. But a lot of games that are on Game Pass, if you want to play the DLC, you do still have to pay for that. Because like Horizons 5 is is on Game Pass, right? Yes, Horizon 5 is, yes. Okay. Oh, yeah, so. definitely. Oh, you've both said such good things about Horizons 5, I might take a look. Oh, I absolutely loved it. I, never, ever my kind of game at all. I don't like realistic racing sims, but Forza Horizon is It's definitely moment, not realistic in the slightest. <laughs> well, I mean, it's the, the visually stuff. realistic, but physics-wise, it's definitely not realistic. It's definitely more yeah. arcadey. Yes. Generally not my type of thing, but yeah, Forza Horizon is always just really good. Mm, okay. God damn it. Um, I have too many games. Your your favourite Hideo Kojima popped up and announced nothing? Shocking no one. <laughs> Hi, I exist. We know, Kojima, you don't let us fucking forget that you exist. To be fair... Jeff seemed to forget he existed. Didn't appear anywhere. This is true, actually. He does normally pop up in Jeff Keighley's presentations, and he did not this year. Maybe they've had a falling out. I think they've had a little divorce. (laughs) Kojima's retracted the D. (laughs) (laughs) Or maybe now that... um... Jeff isn't actually involved directly in the project like they were with Death Stranded, which should have never been announced. Uh, never been, never been announced. Actually, let's leave it at that. Um, no, never should have been uh, given awards at the Game Awards when Jeff was so heavily involved in the project. Um, maybe Jeff's just not involved in this one, so Jeff doesn't care. Yeah, maybe it's not all about him. And uh, I hope it's not that Jeff doesn't care. I hope it's that Kojima doesn't give a fuck about Jeff anymore. Ah, oh, I'd love that. That's my Fuck bear. you, Jeff Keighley. Fuck you. Uh, we've we've not slagged off Jeff anywhere near enough in this podcast. Um, yeah, the, I I really wish this trend would stop. Um, the trend of announcements of nothing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because what it comes down to then is, do you like the person involved? I can't fucking stand Hideo Kojima. So the moment I hear he's involved in something, I'm just like, I don't care. So if you do not show anything, I care even less. Um, But I know that some people have massive fucking bonus for Kojima. So, you know, they were probably eating well on the nothing. I mean, I, I neither strongly dislike nor strongly like Hideo Kojima. I don't particularly have an opinion on him per se i have enjoyed a couple of his games and i've not played some others and that's as far as it goes really do you know what though i actually think it's jeff's fault i probably would be fairly indifferent to kojima as well i think jeff has tarnished the poor man for me every time i see his face i just see jeff knocking his off. 
both, yes. Uh, That's a vision I don't wish to see very often. Roll that <laughs> <all>. twice, maybe. <laughs> no. Um. However, big surprise of the night, actual surprise, as I've written here, person 3, 4, and 5, what I meant was Persona. Persona 3, 4, and 5 coming to Game Pass. What a fucking win for Xbox. I mean, it's coming to play PlayStation as well. Um, which Persona it's 5 still will be not on, coming but... to Switch, though, which is baffling. None of these coming to Switch are just made crazy. I think Atlas just Be- hate the Nintendo Atlas Switch. just make... Yeah, they just make such weird decisions. But that being said, that Nintendo like it when they announce those kinds of games in their direct. So True. it's not to say it is coming, but I think if it is coming to Switch, it won't be announced until Nintendo do their next direct, in which case then they might say it's coming to Switch. And if it is coming, it's going to be in the next one because it's yes. close enough after yeah. this announcement. And so I wouldn't be surprised be if uh, they were like cloud versions or something, just because. Oh, don't know. even. <laughs> if it's a cloud version. Oh, my God. Um, I kind of want it to be the case, though, just to, just to see the outrage of people. I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna get them on PlayStation. Um, I find sometimes with JRPGs, unless they've got a really good visual style, I I prefer them on PlayStation. I prefer them on a console which actually has power instead of the Switch. Because Octopath is different because Octopath has a beautiful visual style, so I think mm. it works really well on the Switch. But like Yeah, I get you. Persona five it has an interesting it has a great visual style, sh- sure, but it's also visually it's like the graphical fidelity is really high as well, which I just don't think is gonna look as good on the Switch. Yeah, I mean if I was gonna play them and I don't know if I am that interested in playing them, I would probably play them on Game Pass on Xbox. I would yeah, really I so. recommend you play Persona 5. Yeah, I think if I was going to play one of them, it would be 5. Um, and I might give it a try when it comes to Game Pass. It's October, right? Yeah, it's October. I think they mm. said. So I've got... Like, October is suddenly looking really busy with games. I've only got the Village DLC. I'm sure there were a few other things that were October, but off the top of my head, I can't remember. Um, well, at the moment, I've only got the... the um, and also, I'm going to be playing The Quarry, I think, on stream in October. But anyway, um, yeah, I, mean, I, I I think this is a really good thing. Um, Persona 3 and Persona 4 have been long kind of either unplayable or playable in a really shitty way. Looking at you, fucking Atlas. Um, pissing DRM. They had DRM on the Persona 4 release on Steam. Um wankers do, uh, but... do you make such weird decisions i remember when i played per- i started playing persona 5 and you still can't take screenshots of the game like there's still weird things that happen in that game that i just don't understand yeah atlas atlas are very weird really fucking weird um undeniably so but i think this is great them coming to game pass is a really good idea as well because more people play persona um yeah and you know the fact that it's persona 5 royal as well it's not the original persona 5 is Mm -hmm. great because persona 5 royal is significantly fucking better (laughs) than the original yeah i i had or i yeah i've got persona 5 on playstation because it was part of the game playstation plus collection um but i never got around to playing it 
and then when everyone was saying, oh, five Royal is so much better, I thought, well, if I am going to play this, I'm just going to wait until Royal is available on something. Mm. And that, like, without me having to buy it. And it's not that I yeah. object to paying for games, because I don't know if I'm going to enjoy it. I don't want to spend money on it. Mm. Does that make sense? I mean, I mean the main the main difference, and the and actually, what is the biggest difference I think between five and royal is the fact they've rebalanced the bosses. So that some of the bosses were insufferable fucking slogs in the original, and they've and actually they've made them a bit easier. Yeah, they've balanced them. They've not made them easier per se, but they've added new mechanics to them to make them, uh, to make them more interesting to take down than just being a slog against the thing with a lot of health. Right. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I I could talk for ages about Persona, so we should probably move on. Um, yeah. uh, Scorn, I'm really yeah. interested by. Very very uh, original Alien, HG guy HR Geiger H yeah HR Geiger vibes to the visuals. Mm. And very a- interested in this. And apparently, like the, the 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 devs were talking about it, I think during one of the other showcases. And apparently it's going to be very um, challenging in that it's going to be very unforgiving as a game. Um, because your combat... It, they, I think they were saying that your combat prowess as a character is actually quite low. So you can mm. find yourself in a lot of trouble quite easily. Um, and that it's primarily puzzle-focused, I think they were saying. Um, okay, so very similar to... Uh... Alien Isolation. Mm. Which I think was their idea. Yeah. Which was also much more puzzle-based and combat was there, but it was best avoided. Yeah. If you could. Um, But yeah, it looks looks pretty good. Um, It definitely, because they've gone for the HR Gaga style, it definitely stood out, which is good. Mm -hmm. Like, really good. Um... Only a couple more things, really, in the Xbox thing that I noted. Riot Games bringing everything to Game Pass, either be either PC or console. I can't stand Riot Games because they've got a very documented history of intense sexual uh, sexual problems in that studio uh, and sexism. I cannot deny how much of a big win this is for Microsoft, though. Yeah. Yeah. Their games are huge, even if you don't play them. I mean, just League of Legends coming to PC Game Pass with all heroes unlocked is a huge deal. Yeah. And that's... Never played it, probably never will. Don't really have much else to say on it. <laughs> no, absolutely the same. Yeah, same. I mean, like, I will very likely never play it because it has such a high ceiling for entry, uh, and I don't have the time. Um, but this is a big. This is this is big. This is bigger news than I think a lot of people gave it credit for. Yeah, because it's not new. I think people brushed over it, but League of Legends is huge, mm. massive. Um. And then finally, Starfield. I only have one word to say about it, really. Boring. Oh, thank God. I just... It does nothing for me. It does absolutely nothing for me. 
I'm going to be the voice of dissent on this. I'm I'm quite open-minded about this. I thought it showed promise. It may not have shown necessarily the most exciting part of the game, but again, I think they were very much showing the opening. Mm. And I think there could very well be a quite interesting story behind it. You know, I did enjoy Fallout 3, Fallout New Vegas... I enjoyed the story bits of um, uh, Fallout 4. I didn't so much enjoy the crafting in Fallout 4, but that's a different matter. Um, and, you know, this is basically Fallout 4, but sci-fi, and sci-fi is kind of my thing, so I don't know. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm optimistically open-minded about it. I probably wouldn't buy it, but the fact that it's clearly going to be on Game Pass makes it more yeah. exciting for me. That's the only thing that maybe makes it slightly more tolerable obviously it's got the whole mass effect kind of vibe which is maybe something that interests me slightly but in i don't tend to like these big massive bethesda games in general anyway um so maybe that's probably why i'm more or less interested but it could be good the the best thing i've seen somebody say about it though um is you know that you know that old granny that plays skyrim she's like 86 yes she's on youtube Skyrim Danny. And somebody tweeted her saying, Hello, are you really excited for Starfield? And she just went, No, I am not excited for Skyrim. Starfield. <laughs> that was That's because she just wants to play the sequel to Skyrim before she dies. She said the other exactly. Time. Somebody give her that game as quickly as possible. Yeah, she just she it. she fucking deserves it. Um Doesn't she just? But I was just yeah, I was just really bored. Yeah. I was like that none of this appeals to me at all it all looks really gray and then they started showing color and i was like it's still boring and also todd howard can get fucked like yeah it's just i yeah i was just bored for the whole thing fair enough i mean things can't be for everybody no um and to be fair i we watched e3 last year or not e3 last year and I said the same thing about Starfield last year, that it wasn't. They didn't even really show anything last year. But I, I distinctly yeah. remember saying last year, this is not going to be for me. Yeah, yeah, which is fair enough. And I've seen more. Still isn't. Don't care. Um, but also, one thing I do need to highlight, though, one thing I have to highlight is the the presenters of Xbox being so insistent that it's the most anticipated RPG in years. I think among a certain contingent of people, it is. Just I don't think it's as big as they were trying to... I don't think it's as anticipated as they were trying to make out. The most anticipated RPG in years. They really think highly of themselves, Bethesda, don't they? To be honest, I think... I mean, they've already announced the next Witcher, haven't they? I would instantly say we've not even seen a single thing about that, and that probably beats that in terms of people being anticipated. Oh, yeah, in terms of people anticipating, I'd say the Witcher would be more popular. Despite the fucking problems in that studio, I'd still say it's more anticipated. Oh, not for me. I did not like the Witcher games. Nor did I. (laughs) I have not played the Witcher games. I think I'm just instantly put off as soon as I see a game. As soon as I see a game that I think I'm going to need to dedicate my entire life to this, 
for uh, about a year. I just no, no, lost interest. <laughs> exact opposite of me. All I play is JRPGs. <laughs> <laughs> Rather you than me. Give me a game that's about six hours, and I am happy. Ah. Uh. I mean, don't get me wrong, I do like a good short game. I mean, Euden Chronicles was like 12 hours, which is ideal. Um, but I think that's it for uh, game uh, Summer Game Show stuff. Summer Games Fest. For now. Obviously more, for now. more shit's coming. but There may well be a direct in a couple of weeks, so stay tuned. Yeah. Um. Now, question is, are we going to do the other news as the very last thing we do? Or are we going to do the... Or are we going to explain the the new feature for Season 3 first? No. I last. think we should do the new feature last. Definitely. In which case, Graham, do you want to share your news? <laughs> what did I finally get? After a whole fucking year, I mean, I'm showing I'm showing this to a camera right now, so nobody's going to see. Um, but my Steam Deck finally came. It looks oh. massive in your hands. <laughs> Look at the size. Like I don't think I've really seen anybody holding it before. It's a lot bigger than I thought it was. I don't know that doesn't look much bigger than it? the Switch. It's a not no, it's bigger than the Switch. I can't it's quite make out what you're playing. It's too it's too bright. Oh, is it I Metroid Prime? Metroid. I am playing Metroid Prime. Because if Nintendo aren't going to bring Metroid Prime to a handheld, they'll fucking just get an emulator and play it instead. Fair enough. That's entirely reasonable. Yeah. And you know, though, but you, know, you know now that they'll announce it in like two weeks. I know. <laughs> Dicks. I know that. And do you know what? If they announce like a proper remake, then I will be like, I'll stop playing this on Steam Deck because yeah. I will absolutely get a full remake. But... So yeah, it to be fair, finally I did arrived. recently just replay Metroid Prime 1 and 2 emulated. Oh, did you? Not on a handheld, yeah. mind you, but... Um, oh, it's actually so nice playing on a handheld. I was just lying in bed for hours the other night, sat playing Metroid Prime in my hands. It was just amazing. It's a really, really cool device. I'm completely dense about anything PC-related, though, so I really struggled to like get into the back end because you need to go into desktop mode yeah. the, the thing gives you no instructions and um, so you really have to watch videos for pretty much everything that the thing does um so it's you have to very much it. a game it's very much a device for people that like tinkering and i think it would be right up totally. the street if i'd have got a pre-order in early enough <laughs> yeah and <laughs> but i, I now, do... like you'd have to wait like another year and a half before you get one at this point i'm like They'll probably, exactly. They'll probably release a revised version in a few months for like a next generation chip because it feels I'm like sure something that's it's not going to be like I feel like it's going to be something that they're going to release relatively frequently with updated chips rather than a console. I would where it's I would got think like so. a five year lifespan. Yeah, I would think so. And there's certainly things that they can do to improve upon it. Like it is quite clunky a lot of the time, particularly when you go into that desktop mode. Um trying to navigate around the touchscreen can be quite awkward you've got to like press two buttons in order to get the keyboard up that kind of stuff mm. the mouse pads are a bit cumbersome as well it's quite difficult to click where you want to click um but thank you can also just plug it into a monitor and a keyboard and mouse right yes if you were so um, inclined 
you can you can do all that and i didn't have a keyboard and mouse kicking about so i had to arse about with the the desktop mode um but i managed to finally uh, get like all the emulators and stuff like that running on it and once you've got it all you can go back into the main steam the main like game mode and just have your steam library and all mm -hmm. your games are just there so it's only like a one-time thing that you really need to access all this but once you've got it it's great i've still not actually played any games on steam or bought any games on steam but i just think the concept of playing something like god of war or horizon or something like that on a handheld is just going to be fucking crazy cool. it is going to be so so cool so i'm really really liking it i've not played as much of it as i've wanted to recently because i've been quite busy um but it is really really cool i'm really liking it and I think once I get all the our new, new our, our new feature isn't show and tell, but almost now feel like it should be show and tell. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Like, well, I can't afford. I now can't afford to buy another thing to show and tell you. Once I'm telling you. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm I'm really really liking it. I'm glad I bought it. It can. It's just. It's got improvements that it definitely could make for sure. I mean, I'm kind of like I'm kind of like Mark, in which I kind of wish I had put in a pre-order for it um simply because i have a pretty big steam library mm, so do i yeah so i think you can share steam libraries as well can't you because a couple of my mates were saying that they would give you theirs to just, just to give you an games. idea hang on i've got i've got steam open here i'll show you how many games i have in my steam library um 309 games in my steam library oh fuck i have I don't think I'm close to and i didn't even pay Not for those close. A lot of them have come from uh, Humble Bundles, which ah, is definitely yeah, a thing right. worth keeping an eye on because all of the games on Humble Bundle you can get really cheap and they all go into your Steam library, which is great. How can I see yeah. how many games I've got? If you just open up Steam and scroll to the top, there's like it says all and then in brackets it has a number after it. 77. I mean, you've not had Steam that long. That's quite a lot of games. Mm. I did like, you've only had Steam two ham years, haven't you? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, I've, I've so like that the one person that before. has never had a Steam library has bought a Steam Deck. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> That's so true. It's just because I mean, it's me. I see something new. I'm like, I, I need to get that. But also, just the prospect of playing all these games because I'm such a handheld nerd. The prospect <laughs> of playing all these massive games, like I don't give a fuck about Elden Ring, but the, the fact that I could sit in my bed and play Elden Ring. It's just it kind of blows my mind. Oh god, you could. Funnily enough, though, ever since I ever since I bought my new flat, <laughs> I don't really ever lie in bed and play games anymore. I just sit in front of the TV, so it's kind of defeated the purpose. But you don't need to now. You've you've got your own place to to play games. Exactly. That's what yeah, I found when I moved in on my own. I've got like it's my TV, it's my living room, it's my sofa. I'm yeah. Sit in comfort exactly. with the big TV, and I am gonna play games. Totally. And I think when the dock eventually comes out for Steam Deck, I'll probably never play the thing handheld. But the idea's there. So is it time for our big new feature? It is time for our yeah. big new feature. So a feature regular... that I'm kind of concerned about right there. <laughs> oh, sorry. I was going to say, as regular listeners know, we've previously done Backlog Bingo. Uh, in season two, we had Simply the Guest. And in season three, we are introducing Game Pass Gamble. <laughs>
The idea of Game Pass Gamble is that each week one of us will choose the second or third host to pick a game for them that they've never played from Game Pass. They can then either choose to play that game or gamble and go with the game from the other host. But if they gamble, they have to stick to the second host's game. And then as per people who are familiar with Backlog Bingo, we'll report back the following week and uh, talk about what they thought. And since Graham is our newest host, we've decided that Graham is going to be the first victim slash volunteer. Yep. I cannot wait to see see what shape you make me play. (laughs) So the question is, Graham, do you want to go with my mystery game or do you want to go with Ruben's mystery game? I feel one of you might be quite nice to me and one of you might be a dick to me. Now, I quite like the idea of you being a dick to me. So I have a feeling I'm going to pick Ruben. Okay. So, the game that I have chosen for you to play is Flynn, Son of Crimson. What the fuck is that? (laughs) Okay. Flynn, Son of Crimson. It is a 2D platformer. Action platformer. Okay. How are we spelling um, Flynn? Uh, F-L-Y-N-N. Okay. And it has slight um, Metroidvania elements to it. Oh, and, I feel that you picked a game that reminds me. And you play as a wolf. And, <laughs> by the looks of it. And at some point. And if you thought I was picking a game to be a dick, you are un- incorrect. I I thought you might like this one. Oh. Oh, that's but, really nice of you because the game that I chose for you would have been a dick one. So that's nice. That but you, <laughs> you can still gamble for whatever Mark has selected. To be fair, right? This actually looks right up my street. This looks actually quite lovely. So I don't think I'm going to gamble. I think I'm actually going to play this game and hopefully like it. Fair enough. Okay. That does mean to say that you probably now have to tell me what you're going to pick, though. Sorry? That does mean to say you'll probably now have to tell me what you're going to choose. Uh, I I was going to tell you what I was going to pick. Um, So the game... My my back uh, my game pass gamble game for you was going to be Day of the Tentacle Remastered. That would have been quite fun too. A, I'm happy with my pick. A '90s point and click adventure game. One of the favourite games of my childhood. And I'm not sure I would have liked it. Too. I'm not sure I would have liked it to be honest, because I don't often really like point and click games. So. I think I'm quite happy picking. You probably made the right choice. That Ruben said. (laughs) What was it, Flynn? There you go, folks. So the first game pass gamble. The first player is Graham, and they went with my choice. So, episode two, you can hear their thoughts on Flynn, Son of Crimson. Well, I mean, congratulations if you made it to the end of this episode. One hour and forty minutes is. An epic undertaking. Uh, We had a lot to cover, though, to be fair. We did. So thank you very much for listening. Um, 
future episodes, we're aiming to keep them around the sort of 45 minutes mark, uh, which is hopefully going to feel a little bit more achievable for people. And easier for me on the edit. Uh, yeah, easier <laughs> for uh, but yes, and they will be every two weeks. We're we're, we're going back to going back to fucking normal. Um, keep an eye on the Twitter account uh, at Queers at Play because we're going to be obviously posting about stuff on there, including I I still need to finalise it, but we'll have obviously the the logos etc for Game Pass Gamble incoming. Um, and yeah, um, look forward to this episode. Uh, I, well, I hope you enjoy this episode when I when I finally get it edited. But this has been episode one of season three. We did it! Hooray! Um, as always, I'd like to thank my wonderful co-hosts Mark and Graham for, um, well, making up the quiz at play, really. Um, but that's it. That's it from me. See you in two weeks. See you soon, folks. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye.